You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning I'm speaking to Skunk Lowe, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth in the Western Cape. Now, uh, overnight there's been a little bit of weakness in the US futures markets, but nothing to write home about. In fact, they're clawing their way back a little bit. But with the Democrat convention in full swing and the last two weeks of the Northern Hemisphere summer, as I keep on banging on about, it's going to be a relatively thin and quite choppy next couple of weeks, I would have thought, Skunk. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, you know, we, we said it last night, and we've, we've said it you know, for quite some time. I think the, the environment that we're going you know, into now is going to be a choppy one, as you mentioned. And, and you can see it in our volumes. I mean, our volumes for the, for the past five days, I think there was one day, you know, out of, of the past five days where we actually surpassed the 20 billion, you know, value mark. So, so we, we thin, and I think that thin is sort of the thinness in the market, or of course, less trade. Is I would I would say mainly due to to you know investors saying well firstly we've seen a great recovery since March now a lot of you know, markets are moving into the green you know year to date mark and um, yeah looking towards the the the, the elections now you know, coming into November I think there's a lot of nervousness and, and uncertainty in the market. I have to say, talking about the election before we get onto the markets, I, I woke up at around about half past three this morning for some extraordinary reason. Actually, there was a big storm here. It woke me up and um, I turned the television on. And as I turned it on, Barack Obama was starting his speech. And I thought to myself, goodness me, the difference between the way that you conduct yourself and the person that's in the Oval Office at the moment. I mean, it, it, it's a gulf. There's a gulf between those two people. And although Barack Obama was, was by no means perfect, in fact, he was... In many ways, in certain areas, particularly foreign policy, wasn't a particularly good president. But goodness me, the way he, the way he comports himself—it was amazing. I couldn't believe what we've come to put up with over the last three and a half, four years. Yeah, it's. it's <laughs> I must say, it, it made life interesting. I, I, I must say, you know, I think life without Trump, and, and let's not, you know, let's not call him a loser because last time around he was. It was was lagging the polls as well going into into the, the actual elections. Oh yeah, um, you know up to the very last second, you know everybody was calling for calling him. Uh, uh, you know he's going to lose, and he won. So, but I must say life is going to be pretty pretty boring with with without him. Um, but but you can't compare the two. You, you, you seriously, you, you can't. No. can't compare the two. <laughs> let's not get on into politics now, because I know you've got a ten o'clock meeting. So let's get on with the markets. The markets look like this this morning on my screen. Anyway, seventeen twenty-two is the dollar rand. The British pound against the rand is twenty-two fifty-four. The euro rand is twenty forty-three, and the euro dollar dollar's a bit stronger this morning. One eighteen sixty-five. Well, compared to this time yesterday, anyway, it's about uh, sorry about about fifty sixty basis points better than it was twenty-four hours ago. Uh, last night in the United States, the Dow Jones fell by 0.3%, the S&P fell by 04 and the Nasdaq was the worst off with a 0.6% fall. This morning, the Nasdaq futures and the S&P futures are both slightly weaker, as are the Dow futures. The gold price, 1946 which is up $16.5 per ounce. The platinum price is 9.37, which is up seven. Where's palladium, please? Palladium is also a little bit stronger. I mean, looking at it, the palladium price is about seven seven dollars stronger, trading at two thousand one hundred and sixty-two. 
dollars this morning. Excellent. Okay, West Texas, that's the crude oil, of course, is down around about 0.8% or 36 cents a barrel to $42.57. Brent crude oil is $45 on the nose, which is down 37 cents or 0.8% as well. Quite a bit coming out of the Stock Exchange News Service. I see Impala has just in the last half hour come out with a trading statement, Skulk. Mm, yeah, no, well, so, solid, as, as expected. Um, you know, they were looking at, you know, I think the, the most important thing for me was you know, operations, you know, del- delivered production volumes on the top end of the guide, you know, that was, you know, was recommended. So, yeah, it's a bit softer this morning, uh, you know, but uh, again, comparing to, 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 to the likes of Impala or Amplat, it's, it's uh, oh, I just went into the green. So there we go. There um, we are. You know, opened, opened up a little bit, 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 bit weaker this morning, but now I've gone into the green. Phenomenal results. I mean, when you look at this, this, this the Atlant NX per share, you know, what is delivered? You know, increase, they're looking at an increase between, you know, 413% to 433%. Now, I, I just literally just looked at, yeah, because this is going to be year-end results to to do to the 30th of June, and if you use that, let's call it um, 20 rand, um, because they guided this, it's going to be be between you know 20 rand seven cents and 20 rand 85 cents. We're looking at a, at a company in Polar Platinum that's currently trading at a historic P of, of eight times. Uh, I, I want to reiterate this: this is single figures, eight times, you know, historic PE. So <clears throat> I think this is a this is a, this is a you know, big win for, for from Bala Platinum. And you need to ask yourself the question, do you think you know, that's going to, you know, do we see a change? Do we see a drop-off in, in palladium and platinum prices? This is what, what Impala is, is predominantly you know, mining. I, I can't see that. You know, I can't see that a huge drop-off in, in, in you know, those commodity prices. And the second question you need to ask yourself, do you see a much, much stronger rand, you know, from, from current levels going forward. And again, I think it, it'd be difficult to, to, to say yes. So, you know, a uh, company trading at eight, eight PEs, uh, eight historic PE, uh, with this type of, um, uh, you know, forecast, I think it's not just not only a big win, but definitely something that I would put on my radar as a, as a possible buy. Um, you know, going forward. Even though it was not long ago uh, in the 50s and it's gone into, where, where is it now, Scott? Just give us the latest on that Impala price. It's now trading at 167 around 36 cents. So it's a literally, literally, uh, we call it about five cents stronger this morning. Okay, so it's gone from 55 to 165. But on the other hand, if you look back, it has been 350 in the past and maybe even higher. I can't remember. So worth looking at. The other things coming out this morning, quite a few. Imperial Logistics trading statement. We don't need to worry too much about that mm-hmm. one. Uh, Mr. Price, though, I want to look at that one. The share price down around about 3%. This is the trading update for the 20 weeks ended 15th of August, and trading statement for the six months ended 26th of September. What did you think? Well, you know, I, I love the way how that broke, broke the whole trading update, you know, the period for March, and April, and May to June, and June since then. You know, I think, um, you know, firstly, I think two things. I'm, I'm sounding like this, 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 this LP, and for all the younger people, you know, LP is, is something like CD, CD, but not the same. But anyway, I'm sounding like this LP that's got stuck on stronger balance sheets, and, and I think they've made it clear that they, they, their balance sheet is very, very strong. Because remember, a few weeks ago, or let's call it a month or two ago, they actually brought out a sense announcement stating that they would most probably need to do a, a, a rights issue. 
there's a lot of uh, sort of question marks around that purely because they were sitting with you know, no debt and and you know people were wondering why would they need to do a, a rights issue so suddenly you know all the rumors flared up and say well oh, they that might be the the, 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 the group that's going to be buying jet you know from econ yes. and and then that's the pause and they say well Again, they are looking. They agree. They are looking at doing an acquisition in this in this weaker market, and the market took that as a positive because this is what you want to see from your company that you invested in. It's a company that uses this weaker environment. Typically, the Warren Buffett we we say you need to be buying where there's blood in the streets, and that was that was taken positive. And I think that the one thing that that came out of this trading statement is how they actually mentioned that they um, the, the balance sheet is, is a lot stronger. Um, uh, and, and while they, they they are still evaluating, you know, potential acquisitions, they've got no targets. Um, so I think that to a certain extent is taken a little bit. You know, the twenty percent they guided that that the basic headline earnings per share and earnings per share is going to be let's call it at least twenty percent weaker. And and I don't think that is what the market is really you know worried about because this is very much in line with your truers you know, those type of drop-offs. I think the market is a little bit disappointed because I, I, I seriously think that they, they were hoping or, or thinking that, that, that Mr. Price will use this weaker environment to do acquisitions, which now seems not to be the case. Okay, we go from now retailers to uh, more diggers. We've done an Impala, uh, digging it out of the ground, and now we go to South 32 and Goldfields. You can choose, well, you can just briefly comment on both of those. Any of them catch your eye, either of them rather yeah, catch your eye. I think both of them as, as guided well enough to to you know, not really surprise the market. Goldfields made it very clear that they can have extremely solid, solid um, you know, uh, the, the results, and, and this was the case. And, and again, no surprise. Weaker rent, much stronger, stronger gold price. This is not 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 unheard of. I, the one thing that actually caught my eye, you know, for for and I actually mentioned it to somebody last night. So, for 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 investment that that you know people and we we chatted about you know Warren Buffett buying gold now, yes. the person that that historically you know are are, are looking for income, you know. Why are you buying a, a commodity that yields no income? Now, there's the answer. I mean, we see gold fields that they update their dividends. I mean, suddenly in an environment where, where every single company and bank and property or rate company you know, are, are dropping or you know, disregarding their, 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 their dividends in, in, in general, they're pushing it up. So dividends went up you know, from, from the school of 60 cents last year around and and now they they're, they're going to pay out a one round 60 you know dividend so i think I, I the think, i don't think the day is far away when we get if the gold price pushes back through 2000 and maybe goes even beyond that i don't think the day of uh, a special dividend from a gold company is is that far off which is something that's unheard of i think it is it's totally unheard of and uh, am, I, am i still surprised that somebody like warren buffett bought Barrick? In a gold mining? No, I don't think so. He 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 really looked at this as a potential, you know, income paying investment. Yes. Um, you need to ask yourself the question because you know, because you, you, you were alluding to two thousand. Because remember, not long ago, you know, we were thinking two thousand dollars on 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 the gold price is totally unheard of. I mean, that'll never happen. Now it happened. Now now we sort of we're already talking about normalization, you know, of a two thousand dollar. You know, gold price environment. 
I think that's that's the big question, you know, and I think that's going to be, you know, answered not really through the commodity itself, but and, and also not really uncertainty, because it, 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 you know, I always call gold the fear factor investment, but I do think that you um, you, you you need to ask yourself the question: What's the future on the dollar? And I, this type of stimulus, this type of you know money printing, you know, M two money printing that we've seen from the US side, if this continues. Now, I can't see you know, the dollar you know, trading much lower. So, no. yeah, I think uh, interesting environment, interesting you know, how things has changed. You know, 2015, 2016, you know, most of these mines, you were priced for bankruptcy. You know, if you've spoken, and I've spoken to quite a few you know, very you know, knowledgeable colleagues of mine who back then told me, Scott, but you don't understand. They are going to go bankrupt. There's no way that they, you know, that they will survive. Well, they survived, and look at us now. I mean, now we're already talking about special dividends and increase in dividends and, and future dividends. Anyway, great stuff. Great stuff coming out from, from Goldfield. So no, stand, st- Standard Bank we haven't mm. mentioned. You've got to give us a minute on Standard Bank, if you to. would. We, we need to. I mean, and that's, that's, that's what, I'm, what I'm getting to. So, uh, you know, we've been getting used to this. I mean, used to, you know, when a week ago we were talking about APSA, you know, dropping 92%, or at least 92% in earnings per share. You know, we would often be talking about, oh, look at the banks. The banks are priced, you know, for, for bankruptcy at a PE. These days you're talking about single, single digit you know, PEs. You know, this is just phenomenal. So I think this is just, again, a wake up call. We're looking at um, profit of turnover to, to ordinary shell. This, it's going to be, you know, declining. Um, well, declined by seventy-one percent. Um, so, and, and basic, basic headline earnings per share, same story, seventy-one percent down. And so, I did some digging, and and I still believe, and and I want to make this clear that that do I think that that banks in general, South Africa, because we, we recently, when I heard, I think it was was Alan Gray that came out and said one of the reports that they haven't seen. You know, banks being priced this cheap. You know, I, I think it was two decades, two and a half decades. Yes, and and, and that is true. You know, on a PE basis, and I, and I know a lot of people will always argue, and I'm one of those people. You don't really value a a bank on a on a PE basis, a price to earning basis. You need to look at, you know, the two things that that we like to look when we value banks is 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 the you know price to book or price to to net asset value. And then look at their the return on equity, you know, what are they providing? And I just did a quick calculation looking at, at the four banks, and I'm excluding Capitec specifically because they've been trading at this exuberant price to book for, for, for many years now. Um, so I just looked at Standard Bank, NetBank, Absol, and First Rate. And, and when you look at it, Standard Bank for the past 10 years uh, has been trading at an average price to book of one one point six six one times. So it went up at one stage, I think, with close to two two, you know, two times. But and on average, let's call it about one point six times. Currently, Standard Bank is trading at a point nine five, point nine six um, historic price to book. And when you look at it on a forward basis, we're looking at, at a price to book of point nine. You know, looking at the ROEs or return on equities, on on average. Didn't really come down that much. I, I mean, it, it is lower than a, a few years ago. But again, if you look at their ROEs for the past ten years, um, they were trading at a at an ROE of around about just just shy of fifteen percent, to be exactly fourteen point nine four percent. 
uh, currently they, they are in, and we can expect that to to, to come down you know, now. But we're looking at still around about the 14 to 14.7% um, ROEs on, on, on standard banks. So all that I'm saying here is yes. be careful, be careful in looking at this results, looking at a 71% decrease. From a solvency point of view, or capital adequacy point of view, our banks are extremely healthy. They, they're not... They're not in distress. They've put a lot of money aside. I mean, in, in a simple way, mm. you say they're putting money aside for a rainy day. They've been encouraged to do so by the South African Reserve Bank. They're doing it anyway. South African banks are very, very well run, no matter what you say about banks. You may see your statement every month and say, goodness me, look how much you've charged me, compared to, for example, in the UK where banking is virtually free. But, you know, they are well run and they're very prudent. So when the good times do come back, and it may be a couple of years, they are going to be a stand-up buy. Yes, and I love the, the way you actually emphasise they will be. So Because, uh, you know, if you're going to enter into, into the local banks now, have a time horizon of at least five years. You know, I think if you've got a time horizon from, from to, to buy in August and trying to make a few pop, you know, until December or, or even, you know, first quarter next year, you will most probably be disappointed because remember we're sitting in a lower interest rate environment. We're still sitting in a distressed environment where companies are going, you know, under due to COVID-19. People are being retrenched and the banks are feeling it. But you, you mentioned it, and the banks are strong. I mean, just looking at Standard Bank, Standard Bank, they you know, sold a 20% stake in Industrial and Commercial Bank of China, yes. uh, Argentina, during this period, specifically to strengthen their balance sheet. Right. So this will take a bit longer. We will see the, let's call it the, 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 the money flow taking a bit longer to move back into the banks. I would prefer the shorter term period to first use you know, entries like your, your, your consumer staples, specifically your uh, spars, your, your shop drives, those as the first entry you know, with people having a little bit more money due to this good lower interest rate environment. I think the second phase, we will see a, a movement back to banks and that might not necessarily be you know, in a day or two. So again, I love the Keep them on the list. The Keep them on the list Keep them on of the potential list. buyers. And if you yeah. buy them now, mm. and, and uh, just for the record, I am invested in Standard Bank. I've got a long-term you know, view on this, this this bank, and I do love it. I do love these levels, and I'm happy to sit tight. I don't think anyone can really love a bank, but anyway, that's you, Skulk. You're an individual. You're a, you're a maverick. Uh, the movers on the JSC this morning, as I see them, 15 minutes delayed. Redefine up 3.5%. Truworth's up 2.4%. Sassel up 1.5% after a pretty torrid few days. JSC Limited up 1.1%, despite the low volumes recently. South 32 after its results down 0.8%. On the downside, Hammerson down 5.4%. Mr. Price down 3.25%. Sanlam down 28 after their results yesterday. And AB InBev down 2.6%. What are the indices doing at this very moment after 54 minutes of trading. Scalp low, over to you. At this current moment, the JSE all share is trading at 55,794. That's down 1.13%. Resources, again, you know, are being hit the hardest. We're looking at the resource index that is down 1.7%. Industrial index, that is down 0.7%. And uh, yes, financials taking a bit of a breather this morning. You know, after a nice run yesterday, we're looking at financials that is down 1.3%. Okay, and it looks fairly quiet out there. But, um, Scout, thank you so much for your contributions this week, last night and this morning. You're claiming that you're going off for a meeting at 10 o'clock. I've got a feeling <laughs> you're just going down to the rocks with the wife to watch the whales. <laughs> 
Saturday. That's just you know that's what? just me. I, I, I know whatever I'm going to do now at ten o'clock. I'm not I'm not having tea because we've been talking about you know sort of the the West, you know the the, the Trump and and you know how these guys are fighting and they're fighting you know on Twitter. You know you don't want to be a opposition. Opposition leader in Russia because I don't know if you've seen this morning. No. Because uh, the, the opposition leader, you know, Alexei Navalny, uh, I don't know if I've, I've pronounced that correct. He's been he's been poisoned again. I mean, they're running. You know, they're also going to the polls. Like, he's been poisoned. And when I say again, I think it's about the three, third or the fourth time where he's been poisoned. But this time around, you know, it doesn't doesn't sound too good. I mean, it's, it's, so so yes. Um, uh, you know, in the a very obscure way of di- disguising the fact that you're actually not going to a meeting, you're actually going to watch the whales, but I appreciate you trying to deflect my, <laughs> my scepticism. Oh, you got me. You got me. <laughs> okay, Scout, thanks very much. Have a lovely weekend. We'll speak next Wednesday. That's Scout Lowe from PSG Wealth in the Western Cape. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.